<laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, but I should probably do the thing. All right. So, Mike, I'm glad that you got your uh, uh, speculum problem done. Yes. But well let done. me, uh, should I do the, the, the intro thing? We were like a minute 30 in. You definitely should do the intro. All right. Yeah, let's do, do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the male nipples of internet radio. <laughs> My name is Mike, and we're here just in time to see Izzy drop out of the live chat. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I love technical problems. <laughs> and yes, this is this episode tonight is sponsored by Spectrum. Um, because, <laughs> because my internet them. crapped out just as I was getting ready to hit record, and apparently Izzy's on them too. So, but uh, I'm joined as always by my good friend Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Wood Shop, and our soon-to-be buddy Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com. Izzy, we we lost you just in time for the intro. Good. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I said male nipples, and he was that he tapped out. That's all he could do. <laughs> he fainted a little bit, <laughs> fell off his 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 handcrafted bench. Something along yes. that line. Hey, uh, hey, Mike. There's too yes. many X's. I just hit the wrong. Where, one. Uh, you know where I was this weekend? Right here. Yes. That's right. That's right. I was over at Izzy's place, and we spooned, and we cuddled, and you weren't there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to rub this the wrong way, but you know, it was a very good time. We had a lot of fun folks up there, and it was a great little uh, hangout. And uh, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better time. So, Mike, what were you up to? Well, um, I. This is the thing where I go. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to say that I didn't have a good time because I did. Uh, but I was on vacation with my family in Tennessee, so I couldn't come. Um, we actually go out to Brentwood and spend a whole, you know, essentially four days or so with uh, real good family friends, hang out with those folks for a little while and just sort of, um, it's my actually my favorite vacation of the year because when I go out there, I'm responsible for nothing, which <laughs> makes me uh, makes me particularly happy. But um, yeah, because I don't, you know, they, they go, what do you want to do today? I go, nothing. <laughs> so, and uh, we usually just hang out and drink whiskey, sit around a fire and you know, just get some, get a chance to see the kids. So if you had say, to be uh, without Izzy, that would be a good place to be. It, it was a good time. I mean, I, uh, you know, and I managed to make my way back here, um, shirtless. I have my dinosaur in the background, um, keeping me company for the podcast. So, you know, all good things, but, uh, let me apologize to the viewers who uh, were <laughs> initially planning to watch. Why do we have viewers again? I don't know. I said I'd put this live, and people went, "That's a great idea." Now they're all bitching because the bandwidth sucks. Because you know reasons. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah. we we aren't the only ones that get to uh, live and die by <laughs> spectrums. Well, now now I get to be the uh, now I get to be the, the 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 internet problem. So we used to be Izzy. And apparently, it used I, to be apparently, Izzy. Yeah, apparently the several thousand dollars a month I spend on internet isn't enough to keep me going. <laughs> So it's, and it's weird because like I'm in a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yes. I, yes. Yeah, I don't, I you'd don't think, have... I mean, just, you know, you just think that it would be me. You would think, but it isn't. So, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to, uh, say thank you to the spectrum folks. I, I was only on Speculum. hold for about seven minutes and then I got some guy that 
<clears throat> wanted to verify all of my information. And I told him, I said, listen, if someone else ever calls to fix my internet, I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> Feel free to help that guy out. If somebody calls up and, you know, they're just like some random guy, like, like I'm going to call Izzy and just be like, hey, Izzy, you know, I'm, I'm Izzy and my internet's down. I'd like to fix it. And they'll be like, okay, sir, walk you through this. And then, all right, hey, here we go. You know, just let that guy fix the internet if it's down. You don't have to verify it's me. So Yeah, if somebody wants to hack tech support on behalf of me, go wild. Please, have at it. So, go wild. But, uh, but yeah, no, you guys were, uh, you, you got to spend some time together, and uh, I wasn't there, which Deeply. is actually starting to become the usual. We, we're going to have to fix that. So, Well, you were, you were off doing your thing, and that's cool. I mean, family comes first, obviously, you know. Uh, I dropped my family off at some sort of way station on the way and, and told them that there's plenty of food. Look around the trash cans. People leave leftovers all the time. And then I went up and visited Izzy. And it was a gotcha. good time. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. Saw all the cool people, Blake and his wife, Cassie, and, and, uh, and who else was up there? All sorts of people, Michael and Michael. And, and I think there were eight guys named Michael up there. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure there was, yeah. Frank, Frank was it wasn't that Frank and then yep uh, all sorts of people are up there yeah we so met of course a, I, a new fellow that um, a local woodworker here we met a new guy so that was cool two new guys actually yeah 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 we yeah. had spirits we had we had the the beer we had the, the burrito it was uh it was it was time for me to go though by a certain point because I was you know after you know that many carbonated beverages and burritos on board there was going to be some damage and I didn't want it to be because of me. Yeah, that's, so. uh, yeah. By the way, if anyone's wondering, that's, uh, vodka. <laughs> 16 ounces. Cause I was dealing with spectrum. I figured I'd be on hold for a while, but hmm, worked out. Mm. Good times. Look at that. Nice big glass of water. Yeah. Watery vodka. <laughs> water. So, uh, so is he, how you been? Um, today is a bad day, but otherwise good. Had a great. <laughs> okay, had so, a great had a great weekend. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you just? Say? Oh, just it, this is one of those days that's just of epically epic proportions. Just goes right down the crapper. You know, so. you called me bright and early in the morning. Is that like a talisman of some sort? No, no, it's just um, just a whole bunch of crap to deal with today that just wasn't expected and kind of came at me from left field and it's dealt with and i told everybody i i told nick not to come in tomorrow i told i'm gonna shut my phone off and just take a day to get a few things done that i've been jonesing to get done and have it and, you know my kids and um, my kids are at the grandparents house in, in uh, charleston so i got the whole house to myself for an entire day Ooh. Oh, it's gonna be fabulous that I'm does sound fabulous. Clothes. I'm gonna clean up my desk area. I'm gonna take naps. I'm gonna eat food. It's gonna be wonderful. Hmm. Yeah. Well. That I yeah I got nothing. I yeah I got home last night and uh, we pulled in because we were supposed to record this last night, which you know <laughs> that didn't work out. But um, I we pull in at eight o'clock. I get up, go to work this morning. On my way into work, my father. Well, I love eternally because without him, I wouldn't be me. Um, calls me up and he goes, hey, um, I need you to make me one of those tray things that you make uh, with this guy I know. He's retiring. His party's Wednesday morning. 
And I go, what? He goes, the the tray things you make with the, you know, your CNC machine with the, you know, I need his name in it. And I need you to get that, um, get that out. He goes, if you could get that done tonight, that'd be great. I go, there's no way I get that done tonight. Like, I'm, I'm just coming back from work, uh, from vacation. I'm going to be at work till probably seven thirty, eight o'clock tonight. Um, he goes, okay, well, as long as I have it Wednesday morning. And I was like, <laughs> are you, I said, are, are you listening to yourself? Do you hear what you're saying right now? Like this is, it never even occurred to him that the answer might be, I can't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have time. So as soon as I finish this up and we're done editing the podcast, I'm going to go outside and <laughs> set up. The, I got to glue a bunch of boards together so I can, can get up can, early in the morning to make the damn thing. Can't you be like, dad, listen, uh, I'll be glad to take care of this for you. I'm going to get you a $25 blank gift card to Kirkland's. Can you just give the guy a Kirkland's gift card? I I was I was getting ready. I'd be like, I'll just go get you some money to like total wine or something. He's like, no, it's got to be blah, 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 blah. So yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a lot. That's a, That's exciting. By the way, the the chat room who's watching this, because for those of you that'll be listening to this that aren't watching whatever this disaster is that apparently everybody's currently experiencing, um, <laughs> the amount of people calling for nipples uh, on our on our YouTube channel here, because uh, we're starting a YouTube channel, by the way. Um, Who knew? And and we'll be we'll be recording these to keep up on the YouTubes uh, for all eternity, if that's a thing. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to uh, let everybody know who's calling for the nipples. Might be weird. <laughs> so, but yes, it is being recorded and uh, it will be released in podcast form later on this evening. And then I'll be outside. So basically, a serving tray. I'm going to be getting so, like you know. voicemails at like three and four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like after your pitcher of vodka. Well, but the good news is, at least for me, you guys aren't freezing at all. And I'm, I understand you just fine. So, um, you know, screw everybody else. <laughs> well, they're here of their own volition. What yeah. are you going to do? You know, we didn't hold a gun to their head. They're here. They might even be Patreon supporters, which means we crap on them even more. So why not? Yeah. Well, and you know, for those, for those of you who are watching, um, you know, it's, uh, we, we tried our best and, uh, the technology is just not with us, but, uh, thanks for trying. <laughs> so, I have, if, I have to if admit you all ditched is... on us we wouldn't we wouldn't feel bad about it but that's right because there'll right. still be a half-baked shitty podcast product for you guys to uh <laughs> to listen to at some point oh well, it's, it's it's our normal we just we clean some things up in the podcast form and uh you know that's good for everybody involved we take out yeah, all and, the swearing, and, cussing for our sponsors. Speaking of podcast, um, for, for those of you, uh, our website has been taken down temporarily, so uh, we're working on getting that fixed. Uh, I got to talk to Izzy's tech guy here soon, and, yep. and hopefully, all the work that I did on that isn't lost forever. <laughs> Beat him so, into submission. Yeah. Well, we can um, we can put that we can get that back up here this week. So yeah, that'd be great. That'd be um, wonderful. Yeah, and speaking of which, um, I think our, isn't our topic tonight Sanders? Like the differences between them and what's a, what you know, good Sander is bad Sander. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, electric I, Sanders. I'm, I'm a big fan of the hook and loop myself. So uh, that's hook a and loop. Um, yeah, yeah, hook and know, loop is I good for some people. Like I don't, I don't know, guys. Uh, there's, we'll get there's to that. I'm sure the guys can. About it's it. 
you know, like a 12-inch disc sander that you have to scrape off after 12 years of using the same disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I use a lot of hook and loop, but I prefer the sticky back. It doesn't flat, doesn't round things over as badly, like corners and stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we'll, I don't. We'll get, I don't even put sandpaper on. I find the hook and loop is actually enough. It's to, just enough. You yeah, get, you get, get your get hook and loop in a certain grit. Yeah. Did you know that if you take the hook and loop off and put it on your back and turn it on, it leaves red marks everywhere. I, I uh, I'm not I'm even bothered believe that. you know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, so you know. I do have another topic other than this particular riveting one. Oh, so it about I want Ryan Ridgely by any chance? Because God no. Apparently, his his fascination with my fascination with Velcro and his call for my nipples. These are <laughs> these are two things I could talk about indefinitely. So he's a, if you he's have something a, he, better than that. So weird fact: he used to do a lot of stuff with uh, pesticides. I don't know if that's to apply them or sell them, but I'm whatever it is. It's uh, we feel bad for him. We'll probably set up a Ingest GoFundMe them rectally, maybe. Right? Is that maybe I am not sure. But but at some point we we feel bad enough. Uh, that we might just start up a, a fund for his disorder. He said that um, Izzy's back is already hook and loop, by the way. <laughs> apparently. At least the loop. that's a very hairy man. <coughs> the, I, just, uh, I just threw up a little bit. Go ahead, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, uh, so I wanted to talk about video creation or content creation a little bit. <sighs> I know, Izzy. And the birth of our completely shitty YouTube video. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, and I think we're probably going to all agree on this, but there's nope, been whatever some... it is. I disagree. Yeah. Uh, well, you probably will. So there's some thought on the matter of being a content creator versus being a maker, right? So oh, you can look at certain, no. yeah, that's right. Izzy. <laughs> so you can look at certain channels and you can say, well, these people's job is to make a video, the item that they make, let's say they're makers in that video then the item that they make is nearly, uh, let's just say it's there to point the camera to. Also, there are other creators who take uh, the cameras along with their, say, production work or their commission work or other things like that. Do you think that differentiates a different type of creator that they are or content creator that they are? Um. So I hope, uh, yeah, I hope to not make this a, a quick conversation. But uh, in my opinion, I mean, a creator, a maker, I mean, name it whatever you want. They're all sort of artists. So for me, they fall under a really big umbrella, regardless. So you know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, if you're a content creator or if you're a maker, I mean, the end product is essentially art that you're making for everybody. You know, whether that be you know, whether you're making a desk or you're building a Ferris wheel out of pallet wood or whatever the hell is he's up to right now, um, you know, or, you know, you're, you're drawing something or taking pictures or, you know, videography or whatever. At the end result to me is basically all the same, right? So Aha. We you're, disagree. You're, you're basically making art, right? So. We, we won't be agreeing on this. So. No, no. I don't think that having a display window in a shop is making art. I think it's putting stuff on mannequins so that they, somebody has something to stare at. That's a creepy fetish, and we should probably spend some time on that. Probably. It means the same thing here. Well, what, what I'm saying is, I think, there, I think there is content for the sake of content, 
uh, and there is content that shows somebody's. The way I look at it is uh, when I first got involved with watching, being a fan of the YouTube content creators that, uh, let's say, have a little age on them. Um, and I won't go into specifics because it's not fair. It's just our no, opinion no. Let's on get su- let's get specific. I mean, if we're going to be shitty, about well, okay. It, so my, let's my give it to him all. that's fine. So so my <laughs> my like introduction to YouTube consisted um, really with looking for woodworking tips and tricks and things. And so Steve Ramsey was there, and he built his channel. I don't even think he was actually building his channel. Like that wasn't his gig right like his gig was to do the thing that he videoed the videoing part was secondary to the actual making of whatever that item was right so i look at him and especially in those early videos and years after their first videos he knew then by then that it was generating something right maybe it was revenue form maybe it was an increased uh persona you know something something about it but but through that time he made items for fun he made things that were practical he showed off techniques for beginning woodworkers um and his 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 channel actually started off as steve ramsey was the, the name of his uh i think it was like uh steve and marin um and then of course it changed over to woodworking for mere mortals and like that's the content creator that i really enjoyed and got me hooked on youtube was to watch guys like izzy who's sitting right there um izzy's izzy's one of those guys that it wasn't necessarily about the video itself it was about reaching an audience and says hey i happen to know this thing if you come along with me i'll show you that thing like making a bowling ball on a table saw right like here's an interesting way to do jigs this is what you can do with a drill which by the way apparently is endless so um so those are the clearly clearly (laughs) so those are the that's what i have to differentiate because there are newer content creators uh that seem to feel that the production is the product and the the item or the information being passed inside of that production is maybe uh maybe secondary or at least it doesn't have the effort uh jimmy Dresta is a perfect example of someone who who takes us along on his daily things now he will build things specifically to be done for clients he will build things specifically to be done for just videoing but it's always an adventure on how we get to where we're going inside the narrative you know it's it's not i don't know if he owns a light stand I, I don't know, maybe, but he doesn't have three guys working cameras and an editing crew. It's him on an iMac somewhere and iMovie, you know? Well, I, I mean, it just so happens that I know uh, not only a, a maker, but a content creator, and uh, he's sitting right here sleeveless. <laughs> he uh, is. So, is he? Mm, so delicious. God. That's great. He's gone. working like a Izzy's champ. He's gone very quiet. Yeah, I have nothing to say about this matter. I will just get myself in trouble. <laughs> nope. Will you? That's that's not going to be good enough. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna prod you until you until you voice an opinion. 
All right, how about this? Let's start with you. Why do you make videos? Well, um, that's changed over the years. I originally started out making videos to meet woodworkers because where I live, there wasn't any. And I wanted to share stuff. And then as um, I saw the content that was out on YouTube and said, hey, I can do that. And there's a lot of stuff I do that's nobody's ever seen before, at least on night here on YouTube. So I wanted to share some of that. And um, the the passion for it grew as the popularity of what I was doing grew. The, the comments, the interaction uh, all fed my ego. And I'm, anybody that tells you that there is an ego involved in this is full of crap. Um, you know, having the accolades and the conversations and the debates even made that very, very real for me and very fun for me. Um, as I went along, uh, I never, I, I, YouTube was a fun, just, hey, I'm going to do something because I'm bored thing. Uh, and as I went along with it, I realized business potential in it. And I am <laughs> not anything, uh, someone who is interested in, in the uh, entrepreneurial world. Uh, so it turned into something of that sort uh, along. And so that's why you started your Patreon. I don't have a Patreon. Why not? Um, because it's not, it's not for me. And it's not, a, it's, just, it's just a decision I made. I think Patreon has its place. Um, and it is a wonderful way for people who really enjoy content to support content when there's no other support for that content or, you know, very little for it, I suppose. Uh, but it's not, it's not my thing. Um, with, I do have Toolmasters, which I kind of, in a way, acts like a Patreon because it does help support my family and what I do and, and the creations, more stuff. But with that, we try to give a lot more back than we're getting, if that makes sense. You know, discounts on tools, lives, um, you know, the, the discounts on plans, where the new stuff, we're going to be doing free plans for different levels and, and more. So become something of more of a high value than just, hey, thanks for thanks for the love and support in my channel. It's, it's here. Let me uh, help me and I help you. Um, so it becomes this reciprocal, not altruism, but reciprocal relationship, uh, which I think is important. If, if I'm going to ask for support, there's going to be something in return for it beyond just the YouTube videos. Well, I have a question for both of you. Um, how do you define Andy Berkey? <laughs> Nuts. Andy Berkey. I mean, is he... Is he a maker, an artist, a content creator? Or like, what do you... No, I wouldn't call Andy an artist. And I think, I think Andy would, not, would be appalled if somebody did call him an artist. I've called Andy an artist to his face. Yeah. I actually know his response to that question. Yep. Uh, Andy is a very skilled um, woodworker who does lean towards the artistic side of things. Uh, but I don't think he's a damn philosopher is what he is. Well, and, and Andy, I, I hope if you're, you know, I don't know if you still listen to this ragtag show that we've got here, but uh, I hope I do you no wrong, sir. When I, when I call you an artist and, um, and actually he's, I, 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 if I may even be able to recall the show where he sort of referred to himself as such, where he, um, although he's a maker, I mean, the art and the passion of art is really kind of what drives him towards that. And again, I'm, I'm happy to have mis misremembered that, but I think that I've got that on the, on the spot, but he's, um, and I, and honestly, I look at what Andy does. I mean, he, you know, he's, he is, he is an incredible, um, you know, carpenter and, and, uh, maker and, you know, however you would try to quantify him, but he is, that man is an artist first and foremost, because in his, what, everything that he creates has got some level of art to it. Um, I think know, that's, I think that's a, fair. I, th I think so, he certainly looks at 
uh, I, I know that he he might not look at client work that way in as depth, but the things he shares, certainly he he's uh, he's a person that that uh, likes looking at things from a slightly different angle than maybe say the norm is, mm. which is which is one of the things I think defines an artist. Well, his content creation is more a sharing exercise than it is. So I mean, you know. It, uh, I would say that you know it's his opportunity to share sort of the things that he knows and some of his life experience and and but I mean in his for what he does it's really a sharing of art you know I mean his Andy, what he does is an art. Andy does things to feed his soul. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he it's and he shares it with us. It's not he doesn't do it to share it. He does it to feed his soul, to feed his his drive, and and then we are fortunate enough to get to glimpse that we we get to be passengers yeah and i still wouldn't call him an artist um i wouldn't go there you know I, he is uh i would call him- uh, see i don't i don't know that that's i, I don't consider it a disparaging comment I no mean, and i, uh, I don't know, I, I don't either I, and i'm not trying to be disparaging especially towards you know andy i think he's beyond i think he's well beyond the scope of what we would consider what we you know what we would term in someone who is an artist as an artist i think he's a philosopher i think he's all those things and I think uh, you know he's ridden the, the waves that life has to um, has to offer from the top to the bottom, and um, you know that's you know, there's a mad re- a mad respect and love for that man. So he's an amazing individual. Oh yeah, he's Andy's one of my favorite people in the world. So that's but like I said, I just I'm, I'm sort of curious with the you know where 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 you draw the line between maker, content creator, and, you know, people that make content, but do it in a making form, you know? So like, well, um, if you think you know, about YouTube. Bob Claggett, what is, what is he, you know, like, how do you, how do you, is he a content creator? Cause he's a content creator that is he a content creator that also makes, you know, which, which, which would you quantify him as? Is there a difference between the two? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would offer the third. I think that there are makers, content creators, and then there are both. There are people who make and create content at the same time and not plan. Um, well, <laughs> I can't say that anymore, but I can certainly say that about my past. I, would, I always called my channel my, my bipolar outlet because I would just go out to the shop. I would look at my massive list of projects I want to build, and then I would go build something else <laughs> completely different, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I, and when I, you know, I've done videos where I've said, hey, we'll come, you know, I, this is a prototype. We'll come back to this. And we will, you know, um, it might be five, six, ten years. I don't know. But we'll get back there sooner or later. Um, so, you know, I, anyway, it's, yeah, I think the topic is almost a, is is interesting. It was brought up at the um, at our meetup over the weekend. And that was by people who are um, largely consumers of content. And uh, others who have been in the community and seen some of the, the kind of the division of that thing, or at least the way it was described was, you know, you saw makers and then you see content creators. And the premise was content creators create content around um, uh, sponsorship, around um, ad, ad revenue, around the keyword searches that are popular at the time. And makers just build stuff and share it. So, um, that being said, it, it, you know, it almost gives it a negative connotation when you describe it like that, at least in the content creation side of it, it does. But, you know, 
if you look at it like anything else, it's a job. If that's your job, that's what you do. And, um, you know, if that's how you earn your income and your living and it pays your bills and you take care of your family that way, I don't hold it against anybody. It's still free to consume on, on, on this mountain of YouTube, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so, well, I guess, I, you know, I guess if you were to say, you know, what would be the primary difference between the two, you know, a maker and a content creator, um, a maker is somebody that starts filming it and doesn't really know what ad revenue is. You know, and a content creator is somebody that's looking for the ad revenue as soon as they hit record, right? I mean, would that be that's a fair? I that mean, that's fair? partially a fair assessment, I think. <clears throat> I mean, and when I say partially, I would say better than 80%. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, I try to be fair to everyone. There are a lot of people that I just don't watch anymore because all they do is sponsored content. And I want to see things beyond that. I want to see great design. I want to see energy. I want to see excitement about projects. Um, and, you know, that, that, that gets lost when you're, doing, when, you just do, when you're doing a job, when you have a job to do. You lose that. So, so I'm thinking of some things like, so I think the thing that is the clincher is, is, is the project itself. I think that's an easy way to define it. Because what you can do is you can say, uh, I need to do a thing or I have somebody paying me to do a thing, or I want to do a thing. And I think that's where, that's, that's the very beginning. And what differentiates them happens right there in the beginning. The next question is, is how do I go about it? Or is the next question, how do I fit that in my scheduled programming needs? Like, that's the next question. Like, I'd like to build a thing, widget A. And the person says, okay, well, I'll film this. It might be a 17 part series. It might be three and a half minutes. It might be 22 minutes, whatever that is. Then the next person will say, okay, I need to make widget B. And then all of a sudden the questions that come up aren't, how do I make this? Right? The questions are, how do I film this? And does it fit the categories that a, my viewers want? B, if it's the ad system that I have in place, and C, does it hit all the marks that YouTube needs to have your content be optimized, right? So, so I think it's a, I don't think it's a particularly hard question to ask, or it's, it's, it's a hard thing to define because I think it happens really early. I think it happens to go, oh, I can't make that yes, I need that, or yes, I want to make that, or boy, is that interesting, but gee, my people wouldn't want me to film that, right? Because I, I know this has been said. I, I know in, like, Matthias Wandel's videos where he's like, I just have to stick with wood stuff. Every time I do metal, I get yelled at. You know, it's like, well, that that's... I don't it's want, content creation. I, I don't want to say that's selling out, but it is, sure, putting yourself on a different... It wasn't the reason you started YouTube in the first place, right? Like you're here See, to show off interesting things. And one that, of the things about me that's, <laughs> to be honest, you know, people always ask me, you know, you, I've, I've had people tell me you need to start a YouTube channel for as long as, you know, we've been a member of this group. That's a couple of years now. Um, Chris Cute gives me shit about it all the time. Um, one of the reasons that I never wanted to do it is that thing, you know, that, that uh, Izzy talks about is the ego drive, you know, because... My my biggest concern is that enough people like it that it becomes something I have to do. 
and this podcast has almost become that way. I mean, the, 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 the endless feedback loop from people of, you know, sort of, Hey, we love it. And it's, you know, you guys are doing great and I love all the stuff. And, you know, you get all these people just send you random messages and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you do that on YouTube and, you know, God forbid somebody actually like enjoys it. Then I got to be out there all the time. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> because, you know, so I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't even fall into the maker or content creator space. It would just be this, I'm just this ego driven, you know, maniacal lunatic that's <laughs> online just to get all this, uh, you know, feedback basically is what it would end up with for me. So I don't. And I say this not being a content creator, like I can't be in that shoe because I, I don't do that. I make stuff for a living. I don't film it. That isn't my gig. Um, it likely will probably never be my gig. Um, but I know the difference when I click onto a channel and when somebody's enjoying themselves, when somebody is bringing to life, uh, something that's inspirational to them that it did it that it didn't hit all the x's to be good content like it, it may have hit all the x's right okay here's a fantastic example bobby duke bobby duke jumps onto the scene like i don't know nine months ago year ago six months ago three and a half weeks ago who knows but all of a sudden he's got 24 billion you know subscribers because he literally sits down and he says i'm gonna make a sword out of pencil lead or i'm gonna make a rock and i've never carved stone in my entire life i'm just gonna sit down here and film it now his personality has everything to do with that because he's mm -hmm. fantastic and amazing right but but his videos are riveting because I, he might have two clamp lamps and an iphone you know, that he's filming this on. This isn't, this isn't like studio magic. This is all his enthusiasm. And when he thinks, I don't know if he does that now. I don't know if there's a certain point in your career as a YouTuber that you have to switch over to, to maintain that drive. But I think something gets lost. I know there are content creators now that I don't watch as much because they've turned this passion into their responsibility and uh i can tell you another creator who's amazing this old tony is it doesn't care he he sends out a video every three four weeks or so you know of the thing he's working on and he's amazing at editing and his commentary and he's fantastic at those things and it really helps sell his information that he's trying to give us because they are generally overviews or tutorials of machinists uh quandaries or projects and that's awesome and it i guess what i'm saying is there are people that put out a video every week and i look at their stuff and they go hey this is what we're doing we're really excited to be here and i promise you they are not excited to be there there's nothing about it. They're there to fill a job role. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm not giving people crap for doing their job. And I don't mind people paying bills from YouTube or Patreon or anything else. But I don't, I don't know if I'm just not the right person they're trying to reach anymore. Maybe their audience is different. Um, but I find that I stop clicking on their stuff. Well, and for me, it's, you know, it, I mean, you can tell the difference when somebody's like doing this, what you're talking about is sort of the purity, right? So when somebody's still got a full-time job and they're just kind of doing this because, you know, so they're, they're 
they're following the love of it. They don't have any grandiose plans of, you know, one day I'll be a content creator and I'll make a whole bunch of money and, you know, I'll be YouTube famous and all this other stuff, right? They just, uh, like, that's that's how Steve Ramsey started off when he was, when he, you know, sure. I mean, he was, he was recording, bless you, Izzy. Thank um, you. If that's, I don't know if you just had a stroke or if you sneezed, but no, you that know, was pretty I hope much everything's okay. The problem is I can't mute it because there's like six different places you have to mute now. So I'm like, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just, we'll just, that's why we'll do the the uh, the thing, but yeah, I mean, when he first started out, it was just you know like shitty, shaky cam video, like you know it wasn't polished. Oh, yeah. but, you, but you watched every time a video came out because it was a guy having fun in his garage, you know. And then then it became, you know, okay, well here's the logo, here's the content, this is my full time job, here's the you know, and 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 it was still good content. It wasn't you know not to take anything away from Steve because you know I still watch his you know what little content he provides these days. Um, I still see most of it when it comes on. So, but, um, that, that transition between, you know, Hey, I'm so-and-so and, you know, watch this thing and Hey, you know, here's a, here's an average, I'm, I'm going to make a bed cause Casper gave me a bunch of money. Um, you know, those are, you know, they, they become two very different shows, you know, and it's just, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that, you know, for us, we, you know, we haven't really done a lot of advertising on here other than kind of tongue in cheek, just because. I mean, if you're going to advertise on our show, we're going to shit all over you. And it, it's got to be part of the show, right? It's just got to be, it's got to be part thing. of, yeah, I mean, it's, because it, it, otherwise it's, you know, I mean, all of a sudden we're just here and then we're like, and, you know, Casper Mattress, you know, they, you can crack an egg on your balls and not even get yolk or, you know, whatever the hell they sell for. And it's like, you know, they're not, they're not <laughs> part of the show, right? I'm sorry. So, I was just... I was just I mean, going over like, like the, the video for cracking an egg on your balls. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, I, and I'm happy to record that, but it's just like, you know, now all of a sudden it's, you know, it's like our job and that's one of the things with our podcast. I mean, this isn't, this is never really going to be a, um, you know, this is not going to be an income source for me ever. Right. It's just, I mean, there's no way that this is going to ever going to replace the amount of money I currently make, <laughs> you know, especially if we got to split it three ways. Um, and that was, I mean, and what did I tell you when we first started this? If this thing ever makes money, I don't want a dime of it because that always makes things weird, you know? So it was, uh, so, but I mean, if we ever have somebody come on here, I mean, and, and spoiler alert, we probably will be, <laughs> but <laughs> but they got to be okay with us just, you know, completely shitting all over their product and making fun of them because this is who we are and it's, you know, it, it doesn't fit otherwise. And, you know, it would just feel foreign if all of a sudden, you know, we just, like, there was just a hard break and we were like, and, you know, by the way, uh, Billy's dog food and, you know, central Kentucky, you know, just some random shit like that would be weird. Um, so it, it, it would feel, you know, it would feel different to the people that were listening. And that's really kind of the way that we get with, I guess I'm you know, not some of these content. Billy's dog food back. Yeah. That's, uh, we'll, hey, we'll still have the meeting. Um, <laughs> But you know, it's as long as they're lunch. buying lunch and it's not dog food, right? <laughs> so. No, it's, and that's the, one of the reasons why I want to bring it up. And I think it's an interesting conversation to have because maybe I'm not that audience anymore. Maybe I'm different than what they're looking for. Maybe and and I know YouTube is a different place for lots of people. When the first 17 videos in trending is about how to make unicorn eyelashes, right, or glow in the dark lipstick over something or some sort of weird like like the, these women will be out there doing these amazing makeup tricks and they are fantastic in their own right 
But when they're getting triple and quadruple and thousand times the views that other people are doing, and it's just maybe I'm not that demographic, right? Yeah. And maybe they're maybe they grow up. Maybe it's something about YouTube where people grow up, and they're like, "Well, I'm after a different well, demographic now." People's, people's well, and Izzy's seen that change, right? People's change uh, taste change as well. You know, I mean, the bottom line t- the bottom line is YouTube is a mountain. It takes a community to move a mountain. You know, so we're going to have all kinds of different people uh, there doing it. And that's that's just the way it's going to be. Some are content creators, some are makers, some are just guys that are posting stuff so their, you know, friends and family can see it. Um, that's that's just the, that's the way YouTube is, you know. And um, uh, that's just, you know, and it's fine. Uh, the fact that we all don't consume the same content is probably a good thing. Or there are a few of us would be doing really well and the rest of us would not be. So. Um, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think we need to split hairs over it or we, and I'm not, there's no judgment there. Um, but I, you know, I, I'll say this, <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to show people things that excite them, that they enjoy, uh, and whether it's drill powered or a, a cool chair or a different build, I also want to pay my bills and that's, you know, uh, I have to have a priority in my life and my children take precedence over everything. So if I have to use my love of teaching and sharing content to do that, by all means, I'm going to. Um, and I think that I'm not going to judge anybody else for doing it in the way that they do it. And um, there is a there's definitely a division, you know, between content creation for consumption uh, or for you know uh, popularity as opposed to hey, I want to build this cool project and share it with people. There's that that's always going to be a thing. And it's going to, as long as there's money to be made in, in, in creating content, that will always be a thing. So, um, you know, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. And that's, that's also one of the reasons, you know, I've talked, uh, incessantly about, uh, you know, how, when I make things, a lot of the times I don't do them for money yeah. just because I don't want to bring, you know, I don't want to bring, cause once you bring money into it, I mean, and, and, and listen, I don't just like Joel, I don't. I don't say to anybody who does this for a living that they should make money doing it. I mean, it's they, they provide a service to people. People want to pay them for that service. They absolutely should, um, you know, they make as much money as they can with it. That's I, I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, you know, for me, I just I there there are I I don't have to do this for a living. You know, so in that regard, I'm fortunate that I don't need. YouTube as a promotional tool or as an income source or as, so it's very easy for me to say, you know, Hey, uh, you, you shouldn't mix, you know, your hobbies with, you know, your income. Um, for me, that's true just because this is a hobby. So I don't need to, you know, this, me selling pallet wood States of North Carolina, isn't going to feed my family. You know, it's, I mean, my, I hardly sell them at all. It's, you know, I just make them give them to friends. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm not really sure that, uh, you know, I, I don't disparage anybody from doing that. It's just, you can tell, you know, there are some people that when they transition into that, Hey, this was my hobby. Cause that's kind of the way I like it into, you know, it feels like everything's a money grab. You know, there's a, you got a seven minute YouTube video, three minutes of it as a commercial, you know, it's like, all right, well, you know, it, it's a bit much at some point and, you know, you just kind of lose me as a, as an audience and, and that doesn't really affect a lot of people. I mean, I'm not, and, and you know, I don't know if I'm the majority or not. These people don't seem to have any, any view count problems, but, um, you know, or, or guys like, you know, 
like you, Izzy, and I mean, like take Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Darista, when he makes videos, he makes content for these, you know, he'll make a, he makes a whole bar for, you know, like uh, Dickel or, you know, one of these whiskey companies. And when you watch it, you're still intrigued because he's, he's doing something cool, even though it's a sponsored video. It's still something you wouldn't have seen otherwise. It doesn't feel necessarily forced on you, you know, and that's, well, and, you know. Jimmy's got a swag that is, it's not, he's just a it's different non-duplicatable. Guy. Yeah, he's got yeah, a swag. He's, that just, he's just a different kind of cat. Yeah. He could, you so, know, there's something there with Jimmy. Uh, it's undescribable. It's inexplic- that's the reason he's it's, the it's inexplicable, and people just love him and want to be around him, and he's he's crazy cool, you know. So I mean, there's there's no uh, there's no mystery to Jimmy. It's just he's he's got that thing, you know, and he does really cool crap. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, there, I I I take that back. Everything but the tool restoration. I love all of his content except for what <laughs> he's done one. He did one restoration where he did an anvil that I love. That I love, but like. Mm-hmm. Redoing a bandsaw and, you know, like fixing a plane, not, hey, I mean, some people love it, not my thing. I'm like, Jimmy, <laughs> he's getting all these tools right now, so I'm so worried. Like, the next six, you know, videos are all going to be tool restoration ones. I'm like going, no, dude, build something cool. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because I watched that that uh, bandsaw one twice because the bandsaw is similar to the one I own. And I was just like, you know, I was, uh, there's, some good, there's some good stuff here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you um, go. There you go. I got I got someone trying to pester me into building a CNC machine, and I know that's a thing. A lot of people do it. I'm like, and I definitely have the ability to do so. No way in hell. I'm gonna. I want to buy something, park it, and push go. You know, I, I don't. No interest in building a CNC machine. So, I would build a drill powered. <laughs> Yeah, Ferris wheel, sure, right? lathe duplicator, or something. I don't know. That might be fun, but um, yeah, that the Ferris wheel is going to be a thing as soon as I could afford it. Wow, I did the I did the budget on that. Oh, that was a little higher than I expected it to come out, but we're still we're going for it. We're still going to do it. It's damn is a, OSHA. Uh, is, is a Ferris wheel? Is that like a that's an expensive project? Yes. Yep. Right around in the five grand range, just shy of five thousand. Jesus! <laughs> you don't think these things are free to Ooh. make, do you? <laughs> I didn't think they were free, but I mean, hell, do you need some material? I mean, I got—they're uh, building houses all over the place here. I can probably grab. <laughs> well, <one>. here's <laughs> the thing: I want to make it at least twenty feet high. Now, if I bump it down to sixteen, it almost—the price almost drops in half. But I really want to make it huge, you know. So four foot is really that big of a difference. Yeah. There's a huge difference, and definitely because you're using different material, you lose. I can switch down to go to something like yellow pine instead of a white oak or a, or a red oak. But I need the tensile strengths of those of that material for something larger. And when you're buying ten foot sections <laughs> that are four you know four by six of white oak, and you need twelve of them for one side of this thing, it gets pricey fast. Jesus. So, so question for you: When you're doing that, are you? Um when you plan that out, are you a maker or a content creator? I this, I don't I don't I don't even think about that. All I think about is the kids, the smile on my kids' face when that thing's going around and them screaming and hollering. That's all I'm thinking about. I would say that's a definite maker. So, but um, and I, I, you know, I, I I don't know which one. I don't know which one you would be for that because I mean that's a uh, that's the kind of thing that you make with you know for definitely for some awe value right like like holy shit this guy built a freaking ferris wheel out of white oak um yeah that, well, that better that anything, better get a billion views on youtube right look at everything i've done if you look back at it pump carts drill powered adirondack carts 
dinosaurs, ten you know, ten foot long, tall, fifteen foot long T Rexes. Who do you think I build that shit for? <laughs> so, Yourself? No, <laughs> hardly. Speaking um, speaking of dinosaurs, oh yeah, baby, put show? it on. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Can you wear that the next time we spoon, please? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know how this is coming through on the uh, the microphone now. Actually, surprisingly <laughs> fine. <laughs> Sorry, I just caught myself in the YouTube video window, and now it's pretty. I think I have to do the rest of these like this. Yeah, with without a shirt, I I don't see what could go wrong. Yeah, Oop, headphones got weird. Well, you will certainly ensure that we never have an advertiser. That's that's perfect. Ah, <laughs> Your dastardly plan. I like uh, I like that. Oh, the hair's a little messed up. Hold up, let me get back in the makeup chair. Yeah. <laughs> Hilda. <laughs> Eyeliner, please. I thought Hilda was the masseuse that you have. Well, I'm a content creator now. Right, of course. I feel yeah, bad well, for all the people that dropped out that didn't get a chance to see the uh, <laughs> T-Rex head. The um. So so the I guess I guess to wrap this up is. What I'm looking for, I guess, as a consumer, because I am a consumer of videos and I want, I want people to have a little passion in it. I don't care if you make money at it. If you make money at it, great. I think that's amazing. Um, that you but can make don't money just make I'm money. I'm really glad just, you think so, Joel. <laughs> I do. I think, I think, I think the, the thing that draws me is, um, is, is the passion behind it. I mean, even even Frank Howarth, who's doesn't show like his his manner is not particularly full of passion, right? Like he is not jumping around the screen, he's not bouncing up and down, he's not raising his voice. Um, but all the hard work that he goes into uh, in editing and putting these projects together, th- you can't you can't miss the passion. Like, like it's not, it's not bouncing around and, and acting like a fool or, or, you know, crying over the accomplishments that you got done today. It's, it's about the effort that he puts into it. And I, I don't care if you have a video once a week, that's not, I want, if it takes three weeks for you to do something cool and fun and something that you're really interested in, by God, I'll wait. I guess that's how I feel about it. Well, I mean, you know, again, for, you know, for, you know, Frank in particular, he, that was sort of a project for him because he's got, um, you know, he's got some like a speech impediment and that was a way for him to kind of challenge himself and overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got ulterior motives that are, you know, lie outside of that. He's also an amazing, I mean, he is just an amazing maker. That guy. The time and energy he puts in the in thought processes that go into some of the things he makes is just you know, and he makes you part of that process too, which is really cool. You know, it's you, you when he screws something up, he shows it to you. When it's you know things get sideways, you understand it, and it's like that's one, that's thing one of the things I've I, always really appreciated about Frank is the honesty of his videos. Mm-hmm. I make it a point when I screw something up to show it as well because the videos need to be honest if they're nothing else. Well, that was one of the things I commented on your last video with that Adirondack chair that you published is that um, you were actually surprised how much I like it. It's seeing your process of like, hey, here's how I came up with this and here's the way I designed the jig for it. And here's, you know, you actually went through this 
sort of long drawn out process. And it was, you know, it was, it was a way to kind of go with you on that journey of, it's not just, Hey, here's a chair I made. It was, Hey, here's a chair I made, but here's the process by which I came up with it. Here, here was my thought. Here was my, you know, even going from black and white to color from when you were originally drawing it up to when you were, um, you know, actually building it. So, you know, Hey, here's the prototype in black and white because you know, it's old timey video. And now here's the color version of it when I'm making all this stuff. I did that um, because the lighting in my shop was so sticking. Bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I recorded yeah, that first one. It was, it was, very, it was very wizard of Oz of you. Yeah. But no, that was, but I mean, it worked just, out. Uh, it made sense and it worked out. So that's, that was yeah, that, cool. that whole thing is just, I mean, it was, it was really, uh, that was a sort of an interesting, you know, it was just an interesting kind of thought process and, you know, Good. I'm really, really glad that you enjoyed it because there's going to be more content like that coming. So, yeah, that's, I mean, and that's, you know, like I said, with Frank and, you know, even with one of the things I like about being a Patreon for Jimmy is that you get the voiceover stuff and, you know, you get to, you get to see the video. Um, but then he goes through the process of, Hey, here's what I did. And, you know, a lot of times he's just sitting down at his computer watching the video and commenting on it, but you get that. It's almost Director's like the, uh, yeah, it's the DVD commentary, right? So it's yep. like, uh, Hey, here's the thing I was thinking about, and here's the uh, you know the blah blah blah, and and right. then you kind of get walked through it, and and that was that was the thing, and it's not that it's been lacking in your videos before, is he? It's just that that was a that was it's not even the first time I really noticed it. It was just really refreshing to see. Hey, here's what I came up with. Here's why I did it this way. Here's here's something cool that you might benefit from, and you know maybe not even on this project, but just projects in in as a whole. Um, I told you when I built that one, I actually went and I made a, I have a table saw sled and I, I put little stops in it so that I could make the pieces, you know, two, three at a time if I wanted to, um, you know, just, and that wouldn't normally have been something I'd have thought of, you know, so it was just, uh, you know, they just, just from watching that video. So it was, you know, kind of having the, that process and seeing, cause I, you know, I, I may not necessarily make that for the thing you, you intended it for, but now I have this this kind of idea in my head for the next thing I make, you know, if I want to cut angles or, you know, repetitive things, I've, I've actually created a tool in my shop because of the video you made that allows me to do it. So that, that extra content that you put out there gave me this thought process that built me into something that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So it was very, very valuable. So and I appreciate that stuff. Thank you for the accolades. I'm glad that, Absolutely. You, glad that you enjoyed that. The next two videos I'm going to put out are going to be like two and a half minutes long just for you. I'm fine with that too. I'll just, I'll string them all together and pretend they're all there. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, I I like the video so much. I got the plans. So did I. Yeah, yeah, but I. I oh, we're not going to do that. I, Never mind. <laughs> I, we were going to. I paid I was full gonna, price. I was going to tell Joel that I I gave him. We were going to tell you that I gave him to Joel and Joel paid. I mean, Joel bought him too. I, I, and I yeah, I bought the support. I bought. Yeah, so. yeah, I'd support you. I'd support you if you were making toothpick holders. No, actually, never, I need a toothpick holder. Can you make a toothpick holder? I, yes, I, 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 I knew, have. I have a square square piece of wood and and a Faustner 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 bit. Faustner, whatever. And, and I I had an idea that if I just called you up and said, "Hey, man, could you shoot those to me?" You'd, you'd fire them right over. But I was in like, a hey, this, "Yeah, I would." This is what this guy it. does for a living. Let me uh, <laughs> let me give him a couple of bucks. So so yeah, but um, you know it. And then, and then you took the website I spent a year making and pulled it down, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to bill you for my time. So, yeah, it's like going it. to be um, uh, shoot. 
It's all we got to do is move it to the server. So I mean, it's just a matter. We don't. Of we don't need to bore the audience with that. But that's yeah. Uh, yeah if it's if if it doesn't get moved, and I have to, I'm actually getting ready to redo it anyway. Once you put it back online, but uh, okay, I just don't want to lose everything that's on it because then I'm going to start punching little kittens. If that's uh, just by ones. the way, maybe podcast doesn't condone the punching of kittens. Just throwing that out there. Actually, yeah, we now, do, you know, the, we do. I'm going to let that's everybody true. in on a little secret here, and this is one of those things I've kept to myself throughout the last. Oh, like five years. If, if you, you tell like anybody kittens? about the third nipple, I'm going to be friggin' no, pissed off. No, at you. I'm, okay. I'm going to I'm going to tell everybody how to be successful on YouTube. Um, there is a trick to it, and it does work, um, but you have to do it right. So shirtless is it shirtless? Listen carefully. Um, while you're loading your video on YouTube, you have to rub your computer with a cat. <laughs> okay, that's it. Any cat. Feral cat, like well, I, mountain I, lion I don't work, really or like is it cats. just only? So I just use a cat paw, and that seems to work pretty good. So I don't I, hate the idea. I, I'm just I'm disappointed that there's a you know three legged cat walking around. But other than that, go wild. I I had the the number of jokes I'm trying not to make right now is infinite. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> infinite. So, but right. uh, but I think <laughs> I think that. Uh, we should probably finish this up because the people who have been watching us on YouTube have been tortured by shitty bandwidth the entire time. So uh, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, Michael well, Tischler and Gary Jones. They only came here with us the entire time. They only came here to see you without a shirt, Mike. And I have not disappointed. No, it's not. completely worth it. I even went Velociraptor on them toward the end just to give them a little taste. If you show so. up next week and watch, I will wear a sleeveless shirt. I promise. I'll I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> mm, got weird. Well, oh well, let me do that thing I do when we wrap things up. Then, um, please do. Do you guys? Do you guys have anybody you want to talk about? Uh, uh, stuff? Actually, I I do want to give a shout out to uh, to our good uh, friend Paul Jackman, who made the most amazing, like Stanley, box cutter thingy replica of the giant size that fits jimmy dresta's giant razor blade that he, he made did too mm-hmm. and it is cool. he did it's pretty amazing and that just yes. i think just popped on today yep. so if it, it, you guys will have either seen it or will see it because i can't imagine it won't be well, i'm a uh, a, I'm a patreon of his so i get early access by the way of course you do <laughs> yeah I got by to- the way i don't know if paul jackman is a content creator or a maker and and I'm sure that we haven't resolved any of that in this discussion here, but uh, he is one of my favorite of either, whichever he is, or if he's both. That uh, that dude knows how to he knows how to tell a story in a video, and the stuff he makes is very well thought out and very interesting. So um, Paul has at this point there should be no uh, no idea in your head that I don't absolutely love and adore you. So, uh, but just in case that wasn't made absolutely clear. I'm willing to state it for the record now, but uh, I'll say yeah. the same thing if he can make me a leg lamp. Yeah, well, I was going to. Um, I, I want I, hair on I, mine. I promised myself <laughs> if I win the lottery, I'm going to be the one million dollar Patreon subscriber for him. Um, he, I don't know if he's still got it up there now, but uh, but I promise to. Uh, I promise if if I hit the fifty million that that he's going to get his one point seven three nine or whatever the hell that number is. So awesome. So yeah, he's. He, he's he's one of my faves. Can so, I borrow uh, five he, bucks if you win the lottery? 
I'll give you a hundred bucks till you get back on your five, feet. Five, five dollars. <laughs> you're gonna have to owe him hundred and twenty by the time you're done. That's that's the one of the jokes we do in our office too. It's you know we always, somebody will have like a good day, you know, putting in loans or whatever, and I'll be like, hey man, you got a hundred bucks? I'll get back on my feet. <laughs> so, nice. It's uh yeah one of those things, but. Uh, well, listen, folks, if you got questions, comments, shoot us uh, messages. Um, I've had a bunch of people uh, from the last two shows that have sent me uh, congratulations and, and personal stories, and it's just fantastic to read. So um, if you got any questions, please let us know. If there's any stuff you'd like us to talk about, Red Smith gave us a bunch of stuff not that long ago, and we actually did an entire show about just a comment he made. So um, feel free, if you've got any uh, questions or comments, to shoot them over to us. Facebook is probably the place we are most active uh, the guy that hosts our Instagram is probably the biggest slacker in the world, so I wouldn't spend a lot of time there. Um, I'm sorry, you, you can broke find up. us online uh, at Maybe Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can find us at Maybe Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, if you haven't made your way into the We Like to Make Stuff uh, group, please head over there. Shenanigans aplenty. Um, all the people that you would know and love. Uh, if I see that you submit a request, I typically will add you right away anyway. So um, definitely jump into that that group if you're not in there. Uh, that is probably one of my favorite places on the internet right now. And not just because Joel started it and we both uh, administer it, but it's just the people in that room are pretty awesome. Um, a lot of good sharing, a lot of good ideas, and uh, we're really goofy and have a good time there. So Except for that Ryan guy. Ryan, we you know we we debate whether or not we're going to keep him in there pretty much weekly. So, and, uh, and I, I vote to, for uh, him to stay. Yeah, I I waver. It depends on the day. So it's uh, you yeah, just I mean never, I, my finger you, just hovers over that button all day the, long. The problem is you just never. I mean, is how much bandana is too much bandana? It's really <laughs> that's an age old debate, really. So, and um. Yeah, and and apologize again to everybody who watched the YouTube. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my internet. I actually think it's Joel's, to be honest, but uh, because, you know, reasons. Reasons, yes. Things and stuff. Hit us up on the good good, folks. Uh, Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in on YouTube. And uh, for those of you listening to this on the podcast, uh, thanks a bunch. And we love you guys. Now go away so we can go to bed. Jeez. I mean. And we mean it. Smoke them if you got them, folks. Oh, good night, everybody. Mike's nipples. <laughs> We're still live, Joel. I don't know if you know that. Or not. No, I, I was I was playing it on it. We're going out strong on that one. That's right. Bye. <laughs>